Hey there, welcome to the Next Level Nutrition Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Long, business coach for nutritionists. I help nutritionists just like you create and launch their business and sign their first high-paying client. In this podcast, you'll learn practical strategies to start and grow your nutrition business that you can implement right away. You'll also hear from a ton of guests who have started their own thriving nutrition businesses and share what they've learned throughout their journey. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast. Now, I wanted to bring on Laura today to talk all about predictions that she sees for your business in the future post-coronavirus, post-COVID-19. Now, at the time of this recording, we're all still at home. We're all navigating this new world. Some of us have been laid off. Some of us, business has slowed down. Um, Or perhaps you haven't started your business yet and you don't even know how you're going to be able to start your nutrition business post everything that's going on. So Laura came on to talk all about predictions for how we're going to have to pivot and evolve our businesses, you know, post-coronavirus. And she also gives ways you can future-proof your business um, so that you are ahead of the game once things open back up and once things shift and change um, and we're kind of, you know, quote unquote, back to normal. So Laura um, came on to really share this with you because she feels super passionate about how we can create a lot of difference right now and really transition the way that we're thinking now to create a better business for the future. Now, I wanted to share a little bit of background on Laura. Laura is a seeker of wild adventure and is a leader of deep, meaningful change that helps people to uplevel the standards that they hold for themselves in their own lives. It was about 10 years ago when she started working with women to help them feel more confidence in their bodies um, that she really figured out that there was more to coaching her nutrition clients than just nutrition and weight loss. So what she did was actually um, used her own superpower to create predictable, meaningful change in others and actually start to teach other practitioners and wellness and nutrition coaches um, that they also have everything they need to lead their clients beyond the scale to live lives of freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. So she really was able to tap in and figure out how to help clients, like I said, beyond the scale and really go deeper in their transformation. And she does talk about how you can also do that in your nutrition business in this conversation today. So let's dig in. Let's get started with this conversation. I'm excited for you to learn about how you can future-proof your business. And Laura's got all of that for you in this episode. Hey, Laura, thanks so much for coming on the podcast today. Hey, Stephanie. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, this is going to be a fun conversation. We're digging into something that to be perfectly honest, wasn't even really on my radar when you said, hey, let's just actually scrap what we were going to talk about and talk about this (laughs) new topic. I'm so grateful because what we're going to dig into today is um, predictions for how we need to kind of look at our business and move our business forward, you know, post COVID-19, post coronavirus, post everything that's, you know, kind of shaken our world up. So um, I'm really excited to, to talk about this with you. I'm really excited too. I think I'm glad that you're wanting to bring this to the forefront, especially for nutrition coaches. I think this is going to be so powerful for them. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So why don't you just tell everyone a bit a bit about yourself and your business so they can get to know you? Okay, cool. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've been in the nutrition scene for probably about 11 years now. Um, for the first 
I would say, uh, embarrassingly, the first four to five years of it, I never charged anything for it. I just did it for people because I was so passionate about it and I felt like it would just change so many people's lives, which I'm sure a lot of the coaches listening can relate to where they initially felt nervous to charge, right? I was right there with you. Um, I took that and and opened a gym with my husband. I handled the nutrition for everybody in the gym. I also personal trained as well. And um, we ran that together for five years. Coming out of that, we we closed the gym about a year and a half and I shifted my nutrition business completely online and we became digital nomads. We traveled the world. We went down to Mexico for six months. We just returned from Bali. So we were living the the typical mm-hmm. laptop lifestyle that everyone sort of wants to create eventually. And and now we're back in Canada and we're grounded again and we're really just focusing on spreading our message and um, growing the business from a stationary place for a little bit. So now I work mostly with nutrition coaches on teaching them how to raise the standards that they have around the service that they're providing. And what I mean by that is really honing in on the skill sets that are unique to them and allow them to dig deeper with their clients so that we can create more meaningful change that extends far beyond what we learn in our certifications, far beyond simply a physical transformation and actually tie the dots together for them between what it means to create a behavioral change on a deep level and how to make that change last for our clients on a long-term basis. So it's really fun. We have lots of deep conversations, which are my favorite. And um, yeah, I couldn't be more grateful for where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. And the work you're doing is so amazing. I mean, I know we said before hitting record, um, or what I had said to you was that, you know, this kind of work is so important because we can help, you know, 100 nutrition clients with some base level transformation. But if we're not really getting to that root cause, or we're not, you know, peeling back the onion layers, we're only staying surface, and it's not going to help them change for life, which sounds like the work you're trying to help your your clients help their clients do. Yeah, exactly. And you know what I'm hearing more and more of, Steph, is that coaches are searching for something to ground them and make them feel more fulfilled. Like coaches don't want to just create the surface level change, but they don't necessarily trust themselves enough yet to to bring all those pieces together and to listen to their gut and to ask the hard questions, right? So mm-hmm. I think that our industry is shifting a lot in that coaches are are ready for a more meaningful impact in other people's lives. It's just there aren't a whole lot of resources out there tying that all together for them. So mm-hmm. that's the gap that I'm trying to fill. That is fantastic. Uh, I wish I had you back in the day to help me really dig into that more. But <laughs> yeah, I wish I had myself too. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah, this is why we do what we do, right? Because we're yeah. like, all right, if there's only that person to help me through the, you know, two, three, four year struggle, you know, however mm-hmm. long, um, I could have cut all that time out and I could have got to that place a lot sooner. So, yeah. um, yeah, I'm sure a lot of your clients are getting massive transformation in, in their personal lives and in their client relationships. So that is just mm-hmm. really cool. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So I would just love to dig right in. I know we just decided to keep this more of a conversation, um, talking all about, like I said, predictions for like how we need to evolve in our business and also like how to what you call f- future proofing our business um, yeah. for 
for the future for, you know, post whatever this is going to look like, or whenever <laughs> that time is going to be. So yeah. yeah, what are your kind of thoughts and feelings like now? Or where do you want to start with the conversation? Okay, cool. Well, I think I'd like to start with what I'm seeing, and the mistakes that I'm seeing. And just to preface, I think it's really noble, all of the effort that I see all of the coaches putting forth right now online. I see a lot of coaches trying new things. I see a lot of coaches serving the best way that they know how. And it's great, but I see people focusing too much on the present and too much on the past and not enough on what this is all going to come out of the wash looking like in the coming three, six, nine, 12 months. What I mean by that is a lot of the conversation is directed around past problems of how do we still lose weight during this time? And how do we still meal prep during this time? And how do we still get physical activity in during this time? Also, like now that we're all locked up, we're focusing on current problems. Like how do we how do we make new recipes out of scraps in our kitchen? And how mm. do we get creative with our meal plans? And, and all of this really great information that's fine for right now, but in a few months, it's going to be completely irrelevant. And the problems that our clients were facing previously are going to be extinct because what I'm seeing happening is people are going through a shift right now, whether they're aware of it consciously or not, where they're really starting to realize what the life is that they want to be living. They're starting to pay attention to what they no longer can do that they used to take for granted or the things that they were so worried about before that now feel super irrelevant, right? Mm -hmm. So if all we're doing is focusing on past problems and current problems and not taking the time to say, wait a minute, what is this going to look like when everybody comes out of quarantine? Are people still going to be focused on weight loss or are they going to be focused on weight loss through a new lens that I need to be prepared to meet them with so that I can be the coach that leads them through that actual change around creating a life that they want to be living? Mm. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, it's like everything's kind of accelerated or it's like um, under a microscope right now and everyone's really assessing like what's working, what's not working, but we're not really talking to that next step for them. We're just talking to like, here's what you're feeling and experiencing right now. And it's not mm -hmm. really hitting the mark for for later down the road. Right. I, th I see a lot of coaches really worried about how do I sell people right now when people are losing their jobs and people are pinching their pennies and they're worried about what their future is going to look like financially. And I think that's the wrong question. I think the question needs to be, how can I prepare myself so that when they are ready to come back to a normal way of living, that I have the new skill sets that are going to be necessary for me to feel confident to lead them through the new problems that have emerged for them during this time. And mm -hmm. so understanding that you don't necessarily, I'm going to help you guys figure out what those skill sets need to be. So we'll, we'll dive into that in a minute. But ultimately, I've seen a lot of shifts in the last, I'd say, year around mindset and inner work becoming more mainstream inside of the nutrition coaching realm, which I love. I love, love, love. But we've all been dabbling. Like None of us have the blueprint on how to create a mindset shift in somebody else. Or at least what I've seen being done, it's all just 
I read this book and this worked, so I'm going to try this with my nutrition client. Or I listened to this podcast and this was a cool idea, so I'm going to try this with my nutrition client. When really, I think we need to create a more dependable skill set to fall back on so that we can focus on how we need to lead them through those those shifts internally to support their external transformation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So is just correct me if I'm wrong here, is what you're saying like now is the time for us as practitioners to like use this, you know, if there is extra time or extra space in your schedule um, to like learn that new skill or go deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, let's say you want to learn about women's hormones. So learn everything you can, like really get to the root, you know, take this time for reflection and um, up leveling your skills and then put something out, you know, in three, six months? Or are you still kind of doing the learning and the growing now? um, But what are you putting out at this time? Like, I guess what I'm asking is like, are you still showing up for your audience? Or are you kind of pulling back and then you're going to like reemerge at one point with Mm -hmm. all this new understanding? Yeah, I would say that you still need to show up for them and hold space for them. But I would use this time to develop yourself as a coach. I would... I wouldn't worry about necessarily selling people right now. Like, of course, continue to have conversations. Of course, continue to do all of your baseline um, client acquisition things if you have them already set up in your business. But I see a lot of coaches stressing about that stuff and not putting any energy into preparing for the future, which I think is a huge mistake. So if you had to pick one, I would say take the next month or two and develop the skills that you're going to need to serve your people when they come out of this in a much more advanced way than you currently are. Um, If you have the bandwidth for both, of course, continue to do both. But I would hate for coaches to not think about the future because it's uncomfortable and they don't know what the answer is and then get there and already be behind and feel stuck. Because here's the other part of this. There is a huge wave of new coaches coming down the pipe that we have not even started to see yet. You thought this, the market was saturated before. It is about to become 10 times more saturated because truly becoming a coach is so easy through so many platforms that I don't need to mention. But it's so accessible. There's so many different weekend courses people can take or week-long courses people can take and get quote-unquote certified. And to your clients, they don't necessarily know the difference. So we can no longer rely just on our credentials to separate us from the pack with this huge new wave of coaches coming through. We need our value to shine through inside of the conversations we're having online, inside of the new beliefs we're getting our clients to come to through the content we're creating and how we're leading them to think about what they're chasing in a new way, asking the questions that other coaches aren't prepared to ask about How do you really want to be living? How does this serve your long-term vision for your life? What did you learn over the last three months that we need to focus on and include into your wellness plan so that when we come out of this on the other side, you don't only feel good in your body, but we also have elevated you in lots of other areas. Um, I think that's ultimately where skill sets need to be elevated right now. So when we're talking about the skill sets that we need to acquire as 
the new wave of elevated online nutrition coaches, in-person nutrition coaches, we need to start thinking beyond the linear process that we have all been taught to think in. And it's not our fault that we haven't necessarily embodied a way yet to go deeper with our clients because ultimately, as humans, you do this, I do this, our clients do this. We are trained to think in a linear fashion where we see an input, we react, react to the input, and we receive an outcome. Um, what we need to be doing now is thinking, okay, the input is there, but what's the source of the input? Where did these problems actually originate for our clients? How can I go deeper with them so that we can discover what the source of their problem truly is, which may have actually nothing to do with food at all? And how can I hold space for them as a leader instead of just a coach so that I can guide them through the process of replacing their past patterns with a new one or attaching a new meaning to their current pattern so that they can solve the the disempowering outcome that they aren't happy with, ultimately manifesting in their physical body or in other areas of their life that they initially come to you to solve for them. So what I hope that everybody can understand from this and take away from this isn't necessarily exactly how to do that because there's lots of layers to that, and I'm more than happy to share probably on a different episode because that's that's a lot. But ultimately, mm-hmm. that we need to get ready and comfortable with discomfort and being okay with holding space for people to move through the new level of awareness around their emotions and their mindset and the real heavy shit. Can I swear on this podcast? Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> the really heavy shit that everybody has been pushing aside for so long because as we're all sitting at home, that's what's coming to the surface, right? That's what's resurfacing when we are eating out of boredom, when we're losing our minds because we're stuck at home and now we're realizing, oh, maybe there's something going on with me that I was using food to cope with before, that I was using social life to cope with before, that I was using work now to cope with. Now having all of that stripped away, I'm left to face this really crappy emotion that's coming up for me. When they come out of this, that's not just going to go away. We have to be ready to serve them there. Does that make sense, Stephanie? Mm-hmm. And I can even see like the comparison of us sitting with that and going through it now is similar, you know, and doing the work on ourselves is similar to how we will help our clients do that. Yes. You know, outside of this in the future, you know, and if we can't process it and go through it and learn from it. It's very hard for us to help our clients do the same. Totally. And I think that a big hang up for a lot of coaches is, well, I'm not a psychologist. I don't know how to help people with that stuff. And what my message to you is, you don't have to be, you just have to care. Like you really just Mm -hmm. have to care and you have to feel confident asking the right questions. I see, I see coaches asking surface level questions and they're getting surface level answers instead of what I call searching for strings inside of conversation. There's going to be certain things that our clients focus on or certain words they consistently use or certain feelings that they're describing in their body or internally as an emotion manifesting in a physical way that feels uncomfortable to ask further questions about because we don't necessarily know what to do with that information. But that's where learning to trust yourself that 
If you are courageous enough to ask the questions that will lead to deeper, more meaningful answers that you don't have to always know exactly what to do with that information. Sometimes just by guiding them backwards from a surface level source of pain to the true source of their pain is enough for them to have an epiphany, is enough for them to realize something about themselves that can shift the dynamic of your coaching relationship, that can shift the results that you're getting for them. It's just no one has ever been brave enough to ask them those questions before, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like as nutrition practitioners, like we you know, depending how we set up our business, we can have more time with our clients to sit down and do like a proper intake or a proper, you know, whatever first session where you're really going deeper versus uh, a medical doctor that maybe only has five or 10 minutes with you mm. or an naturopath who, you know, maybe that's not their focus is to sit down and get to the more like emotional root cause, mm -hmm. you know, um, and, and that's not to knock other practitioners. It's just simply time yes. that a lot of them don't have time to spend um, because their focus is elsewhere or their client loads are maybe a lot larger. Yeah, 100%. So have that opportunity. Totally. I so agree. I think that we're, we hold a really unique role. And to be truly honest with you, I struggled with this for a long time because I remember back in the day, I was like, like, eight to 10 years ago, I was your stereotypical macro coach. Okay. Like all I did with macros was macros on my fitness pal with my clients. If they couldn't track their food, I didn't know how to help them. And that was way back when like, hell, I got my exercise physiology degree and I did a ton of extra nutritional courses and stuff. And I still didn't feel confident enough to trust my gut when it would tell me they need more than this. You aren't serving them. You need to ask about that really hard thing they brought up in conversation. I didn't know how to do that, so I resisted. And what I what I realize now is I was honestly resisting what my gut was telling me was actually meant for me. And now, because I embraced the mess of figuring it out and like fumbling and falling so many times and like putting my foot in my mouth more times than I'd like to admit with clients. Now I have that system in place and I feel confident to do it, which is why I teach that now to people. But ultimately, the best place to start is truly just to be like, okay, I might put my foot in my mouth. I might ask a question that I don't know what to do with the answer. I might embarrass myself and I might not always feel super confident. But if I know that this is what my client actually needs in their life right now, then I'm willing to look stupid so that eventually I'll be able to help them get where they need to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have to you have to do it once or you have to test it out um, and then refine it as you go. I think so many people, and myself included, you know, definitely in the past, building my nutrition business, waiting for everything to be perfect and then putting it out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and needing to do the thing, like you're saying, like ask the question and if it comes out wrong or silly or, um, you know, not said in the best way, figure out a way to say it better next time mm -hmm. or to you know, approach that scenario a little differently. But you can't know what's going to be right or wrong unless you do the thing. A hundred percent. You can't just, yeah, you can't just wait till you have the skill that you never practice. Right. And I mm -hmm. think that that's why 
I know there's so many resources out there, like we were talking before we hit record, about motivational interviewing techniques and how to have these more difficult conversations and all of these really great skills that many, many different practitioners need and use, aside from just nutrition coaching, right? To work with anybody, we need to be able to lead them. But tying the dots between how to ask those questions and then how to actually create a result for them is a whole different ball game. And the only way you get good at doing that is by practicing tying those dots together yourself and figuring out what feels good to you. Like tap into your gut. If something doesn't feel good to you, there's a reason. If it doesn't feel good to just provide a meal plan and check in with your clients once a week and you feel like you should be doing more, then do more, even if some mentor somewhere told you that that's how everybody needs to coach. I'm so tired of seeing these black and white statements around how we should be setting up our business and how we should effectively be coaching our clients because I believe there's hundreds of ways we could do it. And it really, mm-hmm. really should depend on your personality and who you're meant to serve and how, right? So mm-hmm starting to tap into your gut this year as we're moving through this, as we have time to reflect right now around how you do want to serve your people and how they need you to show up for them is such a gift. It's such a gift. It's almost like hitting the reset button on business and life because we have this opportunity now to course correct and say, you know what? That didn't feel good. And I do need to change how I'm doing things because I'm not okay with that. And I know I can do better for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So how would you say like people should start to understand the deeper kind of pain or adjustments that are happening right now for people? Like, would this be them um, like polling their audience, asking questions? Um, like, how are they gaining this information that so when the doors, you know, doors kind of open again, or life starts again, or the world's rolling, um, how will they understand and know what is needed? Mm-hmm. Is that work that happens? now? Yeah, I think it can definitely start now inside of the support that you're giving them. So what I would say is if you have a community, like I know a lot of coaches have your Facebook groups and stuff. If you have that, that could be really powerful to do this in. If you just have one-off conversations going, I might encourage you to form a community of some kind. It doesn't have to be on Facebook, but there's so many different ways you could do that now because number one, I think that coming out of this, collectively across the board, everybody's going to be searching for a deeper level of connection beyond just you and them. And if you can start to foster that now, I think that will serve you immensely in the future because everyone's starting to realize just how much human connection is important for them and how they feel in their life. So that as an aside, what I would do is start to ask your clients what is it about nutrition right now that is stressing you out? Just like a super blanket statement. Or what is it about your past goals that you've sort of forgotten about? Or what is it about your body that you've noticed you were taking for granted? Starting to ask really blanket statements and seeing where the conversation goes would be exactly where I would start. Almost leading them down the path of discovering, oh, wow, things have started to change because we know that they have. It's more so right now about getting our clients or our audience to elevate their awareness around that fact. Because if we can get them to realize, 
oh yeah, that's not as important as it was to me before. Or you know what? I haven't even thought about weight loss because I've been so busy with my kids and trying to cook and trying to grow my business that weight loss sort of didn't even wasn't even a blip on my radar for the last two months. Now you have a platform to educate from. You cannot educate our cl- our audience until their awareness is at a state where they're ready to receive that information. We can't just go out and say, hey, your old goals don't matter to you anymore. We can't say mm-hmm. that because they are going to resist you with every ounce of force that they can push back with you with. It's going to fall on deaf ears. You're going to sound like Charlie Brown's teacher. Okay. Mm-hmm. We need to we need to bring their awareness up first for them to have their own aha moments. And now you can start a conversation around, hey, do you think that when this is done, that the way that you approach your goals might be shifting? Hey, do you think when this is all over and we're all out of quarantine that there's certain things in your life that you might like to focus on more than you were before? And starting to ask them questions like that so that you can prepare their mentality around, okay, maybe I need more in a coach than what I thought I needed before. Maybe I don't just need someone to tell me what to eat. Maybe I need someone to actually help me figure out why I haven't been doing all of these things that I was holding for granted in my past life before COVID-19, right? Mm -hmm. So number one, we need to elevate our, our awareness of our audience. And number two, we need to push them forward into thinking about what's to come because right now they're just in survival mode. So if you can bring their awareness up and then push them forward just inside of conversation in a community-based setting, I think coming out of this, they're going to be ready to receive mindset work. They're going to be ready to receive the conversations around, let's talk about the source of your problem. Let's talk about figuring out why those behaviors were happening before for you so that we can we can shift not only your body, but we can shift you in all other areas of your life. So you aren't dependent on those things anymore, that sort of thing. Wow. Yeah, that was that was really powerful. I think everything you said makes a lot of sense. And the way I kind of hear you saying this is like, in a sense, we're kind of poking the bear a little mm-hmm. bit. We're shaking things up. We're not trying to like um, cause any more like trauma, collective trauma to people. Totally. Because there's already enough of that going around right now. But we're just trying to, like you said, um, open up the awareness or have them sit with what is going on so that they are um, they are open and to receiving after versus us just closing off right now and then being stressed, being overwhelmed, being overworked whatever it is and not having the capacity to take anything else on once life is you know back to normal totally and like yeah I couldn't agree with you more and what I think we need to do as practitioners is shift our mindset to around why we're doing it in this way and what I believe and whether you share this belief with me or not or whether anybody else does that's okay if you don't but what I think is the most powerful leaders the most impactful practitioners, don't force agendas, don't operate under our own biases. They don't try and fix. They don't immediately try to teach. Their entire agenda is to first understand and then to bring, lead, or guide our clients to adjusting their beliefs so that they serve them in a new way or to empowering them to take action in their life in a way that they never thought that they could or essentially understanding themselves through a new lens. And it's 
it's not our job to fix people, right? The problems our clients are facing right now are not fixable by you. You cannot do meal prep live on Facebook and think that that's going to make everything okay. You can't educate around how it's still a great time to be chasing your weight loss goals and think that that's going to be motivating. We need to be okay with things not being okay. And giving our our clients, our audience space to feel normal with that is so powerful. Because if you think about the people that or the mentors you've had that you've trusted the most, they don't push their agendas. They hold space for you to move through your own struggle, your own realizations, and come to your own conclusions and success on your own time, right? They're patient. They're understanding. They are holding space for you and guiding you and asking you difficult questions. And oftentimes, the most powerful changes we can create from people don't come from us. They come from them. And Mm -hmm. we are simply just the space holder for those changes to occur. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I absolutely agree with, you know, the, the most impactful change is when someone realizes, like you said earlier, that aha moment in themselves. Mm-hmm. It's not when we tell them something, you know, it, it's like when a family member tells you to do something and you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. But then you might hear it somewhere else and it sparks in you this like, oh my gosh, this is what I need to do. Mm-hmm. And someone else says, you know, I've been telling you that for the last few months or a few years. You know, sometimes it's like that internal, it's that internal change that has to happen for us to make lifelong changes. Totally. It doesn't come external. And exactly what you just said, someone could be telling them something for years and years and years. And the reason they don't hear it is because that person who's doing the telling never took the time to understand where they were coming from. So something that I teach my coaches a lot is taking the time, especially in the the consultation and the the first couple of client calls to really figure out what your client's model of the world is. And you can do this collectively for your niche, essentially, because there are that, those big umbrella statements around how your niche sees the world and the rules that they kind of operate under that govern the decisions that they make and then the actions that they take, etc. But if you can take the time to really just remove your own bias around what people should be doing and hold space for yourself to understand why something is important to somebody else or why someone isn't doing something that you think they should be doing, then you have so much power to meet them exactly where they're at, speak to them exactly where they're at, and now lead them from that place rather than just feeling like you're banging your head against the wall, telling them to do something that isn't being received or worse, being completely resisted or um, avoided by your clients. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a hundred percent. I couldn't agree more with you. Yeah. I love that so much. It's like we're, we take so much time and energy trying to push things mm. where we just need to invite them to find, you know, to pick the thing that really makes a difference for them. Totally. And, and it's not about pushing. It's about having the information, the support there and having them, you know, draw their own conclusions. Yep. And like you said, hold the space for them to make that transformation. Yeah. I, I think that where people struggle with that the most, and I know this is where I struggled. You probably will relate to this as well is that need as a coach to create that result quickly because we're worried that our clients will leave us or we're worried that they won't see the value in us, right? And so I think that's where we ignore our gut and our intuition a lot of the time and we rush it. We rush the process and we just like try and get to that physical result because 
that's how they'll know that we're good at our job. And that's how they'll know that what they paid us was worth it. But if you can if you can gain the internal shift yourself around that's not serving them, I need to move slower and actually give them space to create these internal shifts for themselves, even though the process will take longer, even though it's going to require a lot more emotional energy on my part to hold that space for them. This is what they truly need and developing whatever skill sets you feel you're lacking to support you inside of that new mission. Um, that's huge. That's huge. That's huge. That's huge. Because every new new nutrition coach coming down the pipe in the next few months is not going to be aware of this. They're starting where you were three or four or five years ago, right? So you already have an advantage. I just really don't want these coaches to squander that advantage. Like recognize the advantage, take advantage of the advantage and put our energy where it needs to be now so that you can come out on top. The cream will rise to the top at the end. And I want, I want everyone listening to be a part of that little cream at the top of everything. <laughs> Love that <visual. laughs> Yeah. It's so true. It's, it's very true that like at the end of the day, you know, I, I think the biggest thing here too is like also listening to your gut. I think like you said, so many of us ignore that mm-hmm. because we see externally what's working for other people and we're not taking the time to see what what do we want this to look like and what are our special skills and how can we help people? And also like, what do our actual people need? Like mm-hmm. what does our audience or what do these individuals, like these actual human beings need from us? And a lot of the time we're not asking. So I think it's now is the time to do the asking, to do a little bit of the poking, you know, to ask yourself the questions and, and see what this is going to look like for you and for them once this is all, you know, said and done and moving into that new, that new chapter, yes. you know, of how you want to show up and coach. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's exactly it. I think that leading with excitement would be my last little thing to say to everybody listening is don't let this stress you out. If you don't know the answer or if you don't know how you're meant to coach or if you love coaching just with macros, right? Like who am I to tell you that that's wrong? I'm not telling you that's wrong. I'm just saying that if you have been feeling that there's something missing or if you have been feeling that there's more that you could be doing and that has only been elevated since all of this has happened and you've been feeling a little lost in terms of how you should be serving your audience. That's normal. It's happening everywhere. But please use that as a sign that this is the time to make a shift in yourself so that when everybody comes out of this, you feel so fulfilled and aligned by what you're doing because you did take that time to feel uncomfortable admitting that what you were doing before is no longer going to work and that we need to take some time to sit with that and figure out what the next step is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it so much. It's like super inspiring because it's like, all right, you know, even if it's 10 minutes a day, like maybe you have kids that are home, not at school screaming, mm-hmm. running around, you're like, okay, what's this extra time you guys are talking about? <laughs> right. Maybe it's not extra time. Maybe it's 10 minutes to reflect and ask yourself the questions that Laura has been talking about and and really like sit with it, you know, and ask yourself, what will the future of my business mm-hmm. look like? And how can I support my clients in that way? Even if it's 10 minutes, right? Yeah. I think it's going to make a big difference than just waiting until this is all over and then feeling like you're still at square one. Totally. A hundred percent or left behind. I know that a lot of coaches right now are feeling like they're seeing everybody posting everything on Facebook. 
every day all the time, right? And they're like, mm-hmm. I'm not feeling really inspired. Am I doing everything I should be? Like I get questions like this probably 10 times a day. What should I be doing right now on Facebook? And I'm like, girl, you do not I, – I work with mostly women. Girl, you <laughs> do not need to be posting a home workout right now. There are enough of them. What I want you to do is exactly what I just told everybody here to do. And like you said, if you don't have time because you, you are a mom right now and your kids are crazy and like you are just run off your feet – My favorite time to do this is honestly in the shower anyways. That's where I do my best thinking. That's where I know a lot of people do their best thinking. So find 10 minutes to shower and multitask. Think about this stuff in the shower when you have that peace of mind and you'll be surprised what comes to the surface when you just give yourself permission to say, I need to change. What is my gut telling me? What would make me feel really fulfilled and how can I show up better for my people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally resonate with the shower thing. I mean, shower or before bed mm-hmm. are my like things where I'm like, I need a pad of paper right now. <laughs> and I, I truly think it's because it's those are the moments that you're shutting off. Yes, you're in the you're in the moment and you're reflecting. And it's when we're in the crazy mode or we're in the survival mode that new information isn't coming through. And we really, what I hear you saying is like, we need new information to come through because it's a new world that is happening now. It's a new Mm -hmm. world that's coming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Our old normal is never coming back as much as a lot of people want it to. We have to get, we have to get used to that idea. And honestly, I think it's okay. I think that, I think that there's a lot of new opportunity that's going to come out of this if, if we get ready for it and we prepare ourselves for it. Mm -hmm. So true. Well, thank you for coming on. This was really fun. I I feel super inspired. I know everyone listening is going to feel like, okay, there is a silver lining to Mm. everything that's going on. I can use this time. I can, you know, inspire myself to, you know, up level. I can inspire my clients to up level. So thank you for bringing us this content. And I would love for you to just share where people can find you. I know you have a podcast and you have some programs. So feel free to share whatever you like yeah. with the audience. Okay, great. Thanks, Steph. Yeah, so I am in my Facebook group, Beyond the Scale, every day, all day. We have deep conversations about stuff exactly like what I just shared today with you in there. So that would be the very best place to just have a casual chat with me and connect with me and ask me any questions that you have. You can search for the group or you can just search for me on Facebook. I'm on there. Um, I do have a certification coming out later this year, actually. It's in the beta stage right now. I'm running through some beta groups once a month on the content that I'm currently developing for that certification. So the first couple of groups have been so amazing and fulfilling for me. I am loving them. Um, My next group is rolling out in May. So if anybody wants to be a beta tester for my certification launching this year, you can let me know and I'll send you some information and we can see if you're the perfect fit to test that out. But other than that, I am an open book and you can ask me anything you want on Facebook. I could chat all day about this stuff. So please, please do reach out if you have a question. That is awesome. And I'll make sure to link everything in the show notes so you can go and click right through and get in that group. It sounds like like an awesome resource. So thanks again, Laura. It was so nice having you on. Thanks so much, Stephanie. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening in. If you like this episode, feel free to leave us a review, share the episode with a friend, or take us on social media. Catch you next time.